Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 140. I'm your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we're excited to have back with us the acclaimed author, artist, and game designer, Dirk Stanley. Dirk, how you doing? Good. Hey, Barney. How are you? Good, and welcome welcome back. Episode 140. So, yeah. Uh, um, and I have, uh, uh, I'm part of your group, the, the Mere Anarchy group, so... I'm really excited for us to talk about Mere Anarchy, your newest. Would the, would it be appropriate to say your newest IP? Is that what that would be? I guess it's an IP. Does an IP like does a free IP qualify? Because it's free. I don't know. Is that an IP still? It's it was intellectual property because you do have some yeah. things on there. It says you know you can't yeah. use any of these images without blah blah yeah. blah. So I guess yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it is copyrighted. So uh, and there is a little license and stuff. So yeah, it is my new IP. Yeah, it is right. your new, your brand new, uh, brand new Simeon Circle IP, huh? It is, yeah, yeah. So I, I was curious because I, I've been following this since the, right from the beginning, where you sent this thing. Like, so give us a bit of a background. It and so anybody interested in hearing our our the, the first uh, the first episode of where Dirk was on. Um, click on the link below. I'm going to pretend I'm pointing and then I'll put it in and post. Oh, I nice. think they post it somewhere around here. Um, over there, around here, over here. Um, <laughs> uh, but so, so, so check that out and, and, and learn more about when, when Dirk was on talking about his uh, faraway land uh, university. He just came out with a, a, a latest, a, a, the latest, uh, um, would it be a splat book? What do you call it? Uh, uh, it was an expansion book that was out yeah there. It, uh, you mean the adventures in materiosphere yeah yeah it was an expansion it was a, it was an expansion book but it was its own standalone it's its own standalone thing too um i mean it's like 400 pages so it is its own it has the core rules and everything in it but it's far away land in in space so right. um so check that out and that's is that available now as of uh this you know what it's not that's how terrible i <laughs> that's that's how terrible i am at doing anything like business related i'm like yeah i have a whole book and i haven't even put it out and you know what i haven't even thought about it honestly for like a month like i didn't even think about it so yeah it'll probably go up in a couple weeks or in a week okay. or in a probably sometime in the next year <laughs> that's good yeah and it was uh, it was a fantastic when we were talking about that but we're here to talk about mere anarchy which sure. the the your i remember when you when you first posted about this, you basically said, "Correct me if I'm wrong." But you said, "I made this huge book. I made this new game, and my, and then I realized that it can only be summed up in a couple pages." Is that about correct? Yeah, that's that's sort of where it started. It was this, it was this thing where I was like, you know, I'm going to build this dwarf fortress simulator, and I'm going to make it really like intense and heavy, and like I'm going to create tons of rules and do all of this. And as I started playing with it, I just my my gaming focus was really on stuff that's rules light i'm in this mm. uh group on facebook it's called minimalist rpgs it's awesome there's so many cool things that people make in there like every day i'm blown away where people are making stuff and i'm like man that's really awesome that somebody came up with that's so elegant um so as that project was going on like i'd written you know 100 or so pages in the actual book and i did all the artwork too um all the artwork that's on the mere anarchy page was supposed to go into that book so uh, that's why all that artwork is there that was all the stuff from the i already had the book laid out and everything um so i decided like i didn't like it and i was like you know what i'm going to condense this down so i took the 100 pages and basically condensed it into about a single leaf front and back <laughs> tiny little rules light game uh that just sort of now that's not totally true because like you'll see on the page that you've got up there there's a bunch of additional content expansions right. and stuff um so it's more than just a single leaf right now uh, and apparently it doesn't load but um it'll come but uh so yeah it, it went from about 100 pages to this little condensed very what i think is a very elegant little system um 
And it was largely influenced by another game uh, that I saw. I didn't see this game on Minimalist RPG, that, that Facebook group. I saw it on um, itch.io at first. Um, it's called Tunnel Goons by uh, Nate Train. And okay. I, I, I absolutely loved uh, Tunnel Goons and the mechanics that he made in that. And I, and I thought it was just a really neat little system. And people have made all kinds of expansions for it. So uh, that was sort of what influenced the base mechanic of where you have those different difficulties, 6, 8, 10, and then you roll 2d6, uh, you know, and you try and you try and exceed those equal or exceed those in order to be successful. So uh, that's sort of how that game, how, how mere anarchy came together. It was really just an exercise in like trying to make something elegant. And it's, it wasn't about really recreating uh, or like doing something brand new or like just absolutely unique. I mean, it's very much a, uh, what do they call those games um fantasy heartbreaker it's sort of like that um it's very much fantasy it doesn't really uh you know it's not like trying to redefine the genre it's really just my exercise and like trying to take something that was really overly complex and reduce it into its sort of distilled elegance uh where you can have a whole game with combat and treasure and monsters and advancement and character creation on one piece of paper front and back. And, and it's not just so rules light that it's like, Oh, there's really, you know, there's really no crunch to it at all. There is a little bit. So it sort of falls in between like something that's incredibly rules light, like tunnel goons and then something that's a little more complex. I think mere anarchy falls into that little space there. So if, if for, for your fans that are familiar with your, uh, with your your far away land, how would this how would the systems compare? Uh, Mere Anarchy is much simpler than Far Away Land. Um, so everything in, in Mere Anarchy is handled with a uh, like a conflict like a conflict role where you just roll, um, you know, you roll a dice to see if uh, if you're going to be successful. Whereas in Far away land, there's a bunch of different systems for different things. Um, this one is really just based on, uh, you know, a conflict attack roll. You're going to roll equal or higher uh, 2d6 to whatever these, you know, difficulty scores are. And then everything is set up on that concept uh, throughout the whole game. And, and so where does this, one of the, one of the amazing things about your other IP far away, is that there's immense world building happening in here. Is there where at what level do you do with the world building on, on on a system like this that's that's meant to be fairly basic and elegant? How much of the world building aspect is mandatory or not to be put into it? Yeah, I think you can play the game pretty easily. With, well, I know you can play the game pretty pretty easily with just the core rules that you have up there. But there's a bunch of expansion books. Um, and I don't even know. It's so it's weird calling them expansion books because they're really just a single page. But uh, they're broken up to where if you download the mobile version, it comes to about, I guess, eight, eight or 12 pages is what it would be. Um, so there's like monsters and NPCs and magic. Uh, the one thing that I didn't want to do is I didn't want to create like big lists of you know, I didn't want to create big lit like a, a big list of monsters that are just pre-generated because like everybody, right. you know, you've encountered an orc before, you've encountered a troll, you know exactly what that is. So uh, part of the world building piece to that was to just build a monster book that was basically a monster generator so that you could generate your own custom monsters. So every time you're sort of playing your players, if you're running a game, your players don't know what they're getting ready to encounter. And if they encounter something, uh, they're sort of on the same level that their characters are as they, they, they're they ignorant of whatever it is standing in front of them that wants them to die. Right. Yeah. So there's the monster book, there's NPCs, there's magic. And the same thing with magic, there isn't really a spell list. Uh, it's really just a magic generator to allow you to generate sort of freeform spells and then you to interpret that. Mere Anarchy is really open to interpretation. <laughs> very much so. It's very sandboxy. I, I think those are the types of games that I like. I like things that are very small, uh, elegant, sandboxy. I, I like that sort of thing. I don't like feel like I'm in a hallway. Um, 
I don't I don't like games where I feel like I've got so much stuff that I have to keep track of that I I feel like that limits me. So that was sort of the one of the things that I wanted to do with this is just have. If you can think of it, you know, when you were like a kid, you know, you're like six or five years old or whatever, uh, and you think of something and you're just like playing pretend or playing with whatever, uh, you don't have a bunch of rules that you're like, whoa, I can't do, you know what, this G.I. Joe, this G.I. Joe figure is not going to be able to cast that spell. Like, it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> just do it, so. Yeah, and almost like we always hear the, the you know, kind of like the analogy, the difference between an amusement park and a sandbox, you know, where it's. The amusement park, the, there's lines, there's set rules that you kind of have to follow to have fun. Whereas the sandbox is, is like your entire creation is up to you. Yeah. So yeah. well, so I but so so my next question for you is like, at what point I'm on here is like for those people that either want the one-off games, like hey, it's a Friday night, you know, and it's raining, let's play this, and, and how much of this opens up the the ability to create campaigns and leveling up and things like that i think that uh with mere anarchy i mean there are some mechanics in there so that you can advance like you can go up um you can go up and level and um and you and you get you know bonuses and you get better at what it is that you're doing okay i, I don't think that so one of the things well i don't want to get off track I don't think as it stands right now that you would like you're going to see somebody in 30 years and they're like, we, we've been running this mere anarchy campaign for the last 30 <laughs> years. I don't think you're going to see that. Um, but I think for like one offs and short campaigns, I think it's uh, I think it's totally doable. Also, I made uh, conversion rules for OSR games so that you okay. can take like you can take OSR rules like characters, NPCs, uh, and it's a really simple it is actually one page just the front of one page and it allows you to convert over to mere anarchy really easily so you can take any of those things that you want and um if you want to introduce somebody to you know gaming uh and do it on a a little lighter level you can still take your stuff that you have and then just convert it over pretty, pretty simply okay now so let me let me ask you like because what was how far down the rabbit hole did you kind of go on this? And like, meaning like, where did you, how far more like, cause it seems like every other week you're posting something else on the page. Like, Hey, I did this. Hey, I did this. Is this more or less like, is there an end to this in the sense of like what you have, like far away land? Um, or is this kind of also like a, um, uh, a, kind of a like a love letter to your fans and readers who are like hey here's something else i'm working on um because you said you're making it for free there's no monetary um goal for this so what's so where's the um talk about your process on this. uh i don't know where that rabbit i don't know where that rabbit hole ends i think that rabbit hole ends <laughs> when i'm like you know what? I'm kind of bored doing this. I want to do something else. That's where, <laughs> that's where I hit rock bottom and I'm like, new project. Um, one of the things that's nice is that, and I'm like super, I'm super surprised by this, is that I put the little blog up in December and the response has been really great. We got like 230 people on Facebook that are like following it. And we did a contest last month for people to create monsters and like there's a ton you were in that contest yeah. you, originally you had that corn creature yeah. <laughs> um uh but they're like I, i'm i'm surprised at the response like it's been really really it's been a really good response and i think part of that is that it's super simple and another part is is that it's free and it's accessible um and I think that I have some energy behind that. Like I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be like talking to people about it. I'm excited to like be making stuff for it right now. I think that even though like, you know, we're, I'm sitting behind, I'm sitting in this like basement and I'm behind a screen. I think that like sometimes that energy does transfer to, to other people. So um, on, on some level, I know that it transfers to me when I see people that are like, this is super cool. I wish it did this. And I'm like, maybe it should do this. Like it gives me, uh, it gives me that energy too. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't have a game plan. I have some stuff that's getting ready to come out for this. Like I have a couple, I have a couple new things that I have been working on. Um, 
uh, one of those things is uh, a kingdom kingdom builder for the game, so you can like generate kingdoms and go through that whole thing and have a fence and like start the kingdom, go through the middle ages of the kingdom, and then decline and collapse of the kingdom and all that stuff, and it's done on one page. Um, so I got I got some stuff like that going to come out for it, but at some point, you know, it'll be. I don't know. I'm not going to be like, okay, it's Marianarchy in space. I don't have anything. I don't have any plan like that. I just, I, I hope what people do is they're like, hey, I want Marianarchy in space. And they do that. And then they make their own little book and then they put it out there and they sell it and do whatever, or they make it free or do whatever they want with it. So do you see, is this like an, you, you and I think you've said this in the, on the way, is this an open source gaming license as well then? Yeah, there's a license. I should look at it before I start talking about it. Um, there is a uh, there is a gaming license on that page, and it basically allows you. So you can't change the core content. So anything that like Simeon Circle Games puts out, you can't go in and say, okay, this is no longer. I, you can't change the core content, but what you can do is sort of add to it, um, and then you can put it out, and you can like do supplements and expansions and make your own thing, and you can even do it for uh, commercial. Um, stuff. I don't. I'm not. I'm not regulating that, and I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to be going after people. I, I wanted to put something out that, like, I know that, like, you know, when I was a kid, I, I didn't have access to lots of gaming stuff. Like D and D was expensive. Like it was twenty, like twenty some bucks for a box set when I was a kid, and it was expensive. And um, so I made my own stuff. I think we may have even talked about this last time, but. Uh, I just thought, like, you know, there's so much cool free stuff out there. There's so many amazing sort of creators that are making all of this free stuff. I wanted to, like, jump into that conversation, too, and, like, put something into that pool of, you know, free, cool stuff that um, cool people were making. I wanted to be, like, it comes back to that, like, you know, elementary school thing. I just wanted to be one of the cool kids. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> you, are one the, you are one of the cool kids, Derek. See? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Do you, so when, when you... Have you seen um, uh, a, a, a lot of cross pollination between your faraway land, or that that kind of are coming towards the near anarchy IP, or do you see there are some new readers that are fans of the um, kind of like rules light, or the as you said like the elegant rules um, genre of followers? Uh, so where do you see where do you see most of the readers coming from? I, I think that um, I think that there's a bunch of new folks. Like I think there's been some like pull. In, like there's some folks from far away land um, that are like, hey, this is this is cool too. Um, but I think there's a bunch of new folks. I know that there are new folks from other countries because amazingly, there's a bunch of people currently like translating the game. Um, right. Like I, I already have the full version of all of the stuff that I've released, I think with the exception of maybe the oracles, um, everything's been translated into Italian. And I know it's it's currently being translated into Hungarian and, and into Portuguese and into Spanish. So, wow, okay. Yeah, so all that stuff will be, that'll all be up on the, the website as well. It's been it's been a kind of a cool experience. Um, I, I went on to an Italian uh, game forum and it's all in Italian. And uh, yeah, uh, Francesco uh, Catanacci has uh, uh, been kind enough to do all of the translations for these. I probably butchered. Um, I probably butchered his name, but um, uh, yeah. So I went on there and like I've got this really cool translator that's online. It's called Deep L Translator, and it's been kind of neat because. I've been able to go in and like chat with people. And so like I'm translating like what they're doing in Italian and then like I can write and then like translate my stuff in Italian and it's a good translator. And oh, wow. um, yeah, it's been, it's been kind of neat because um, same thing with like the Portuguese, like I was responding to people like on Facebook in Portuguese. Now I don't put a disclaimer. Hey, I don't speak Portuguese. I just leave it out there. So everybody's like, that dude must be super smart. <laughs> <laughs> that dude must be super smart. He can talk to these people in all these languages. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm just using a translator. <laughs> so now you mentioned it earlier, but talk to us about that. One of the coolest things about the group. So anybody interested, you do have a, you do have a mere anarchy RPG group. Um, 
that people can check out. And as you said, you got over 200 members on there. It's pretty active. And I like how um, that and how incredibly helpful and polite that, that, that people are in that group as well. And I love how you have monthly contests. So talk to us about your monthly contests. Uh, you know what? Um, yeah. Uh, I think one of the things that you said, everybody's like really polite and stuff. Um, I feel like that's a, a, a big deal for me interacting online. It's a big turnoff for me to one of the reasons that I don't interact much is because I don't like the negativity. Like I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to gravitate to people who are making stuff and encouraging people. Um, I'm not going to gravitate to like all of the, all of the mess. So, um, that's something that I really, really appreciate and love, um, in the group. Um, but the contest, so I'm kind of doing this because I'd like to generate some content for the game that's created by the people who are interested in it. Um, so like all the monsters that everybody made, I'm going to make like a hall of monsters or something and put on the blog to where you can go in and look at like all the stuff people have created, or you can even download them to put it and play in your game or something. So maybe your corn, <laughs> corn creature will be there. <laughs> I had actually, I added corn as a, uh, like a, uh, uh, one of the attributes. A random, random monster generator. Yeah, it's one of the, uh, I think it's in the revised version. It was a, uh, I think it's one of the, um, one of the options you can have for like body type or something. You can be made of corn. Uh, <laughs> I think it's in there. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, like, yeah, when I was, when I did that random, it was like, it has to be yellow crystals. I'm like, all right, let me try it. And like, this guy looks like he's made out of corn. That's I thought it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh i think it's in there it's it, yeah so exotic body composition number 45 you can be made of corn <laughs> and i did that as like a joke as like when you did that i was like you, we should totally have a everything doesn't have to be serious like it can have a corn body and it can be terrifying because if you see a giant come out of the woods and it's made of corn and it's yeah. yellow and like it, it would be terrifying i would be afraid of giant corn yeah yeah i'm I'm terrified of giant corn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what did you, um, yeah, found it. yeah exotic, yeah. exotic body composition, number 45 yeah. corn. Yeah. I think exotic body composition doesn't really even get to like, if you had a body made of corn that goes beyond exotic body composition. <laughs> <laughs> So where did you get the idea to have these monthly contests? Um, you know, like one of the things that Minecraft used to do, um, I haven't played Minecraft in a, in a, a couple of years, but I played it like when it first came out, when we were, um, and I don't even remember the game, it's where you punch the blocks out from under people. Um, one of the things that Minecraft was constantly doing early on, and I, they, maybe they still do it, was they were just always releasing these updates and I like that feeling of like, oh, there's newness. There's this continuous newness to whatever's happening. Right. Um, and I don't have the bandwidth to create that level of newness um, on my own. So I was like, you know what? Let's have contests and then I'll offer prizes. And um, I'll do the prizes as something that's like something that maybe people would like that has something to do with mere anarchy or gaming. Um, and it'll also allow me to like explore some other things like for the current contest with the dungeon maker. Um, I made it, I sculpted a tiny statue out of clay and um, it was an excuse to like, Hey, you know what? I want to do a sculpture. So I'm going to make it as a prize and whoever wins the contest wins a little sculpture. Uh, so it just, it's sort of, it's sort of like for me to have a vehicle to do things that aren't directly related to stuff, but it's also a way for people to engage and for me to engage with people and then also for content to be created. So it's, it's sort of stratified or has multiple layers that are working. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, so my other question too, looking at some of this stuff you do, there are options to do solo play on this as well. Uh, yeah. And, I don't have per se like solo or a solo rule set, but I did put up um, uh, the oracles, which are a bunch of sort of 
uh, solo tools that you can use. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so you can ask questions to the Oracle and then you can roll dice and then the Oracle will give you answers and then you can use those answers to interpret. So you don't necessarily have to have somebody else playing with you. You can use the Oracle as the other person that's playing. Because um, one of the, uh, one of the things that I go to sleep to, um, is listening to people. This is like, like I listen to weird stuff, like going to sleep, like H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft and Clark Ashton Smith, like putting me to sleep. Generally, it's because of the person reading. Like I really like their voice. But the other thing is people playing like solo RPGs on YouTube. I love listening to them, and they're like going through this adventure and um, doing this thing, and they're talking about all of this. And it just, uh, I was like, you know what, Mirror Anarchy needs some solo stuff too. So let's build some. Um, some oracles for it and some of these things i've seen online and stuff like that binary oracle it's like a very simple you know uh it has some modifiers but and and but is yes no modifiers and like a twist and then there's like a complex oracle that allows you to ask sort of open-ended questions um and you don't have to just be stuck on a, like a binary thing where it's a yes or no it allows you to like interpret these things and then there's some plot oracles too, to where you can sort of generate stories and ideas. And uh, the idea, you know, the big thing was, uh, you know, pandemic stuff. Uh, I think that's when I started watching like people playing solo RPGs. Um, and I've just recently got into sort of doing that. Um, I got these dungeon cards from Matt Jackson. Uh, um, they're available on his website. Um, and they were like these little, like just random dungeon cards that you can just build a dungeon with. And I did a solo RPGs and Mary Anarchy a couple of weeks ago. And it was, it was actually really fun, like to just sort of chill and like, uh, you know, run some characters through and see what happens and like generate that story like that. I, I love this idea of procedural generation, like procedural narrative coming just from a couple little things. Wow. So is there, so I guess my my mother is that so mirror anarchy is now going to be invariably compared to far away land in the sense that it's the same creator it's the same level of illustrations as well because it's it's you're drawing it so yeah um for those that need some level of you know just like consistency or their level of, of like clarity is this is mere anarchy in one of the spheres of in faraway land or is this a completely different thing altogether yeah my my thinking is that this is a completely different thing um i was i was telling my wife the other night though i was like you know what i should convert faraway land over to mere anarchy like just to do it to where i'm like I'd like to redraw like a bunch of the faraway land art and make it a little darker and less cartoony. Like Mirror Anarchy is sort of the same style. It's still sort of cartoony, but it's got a, it's a little bit it's a little bit darker. It's all black and white, and faraway land is like super colorful and right. So I'm I may it's not part of faraway land right now, but I may totally uh, I may do like a reskin of faraway land and offer it with Mirror Anarchy stuff. I, I don't know, like the, the thought of that seems very daunting to me right now. Like I hate redoing things. It's like, oh, there's a new, you know, there's a new Microsoft Word that I have to learn uh, <laughs> where I'm like doing the same thing over again. Refold these towels. Wait, what about having like an, oh, like you have your, like your OSR conversion. Would you have like a faraway land conversion page? Uh, yeah, I, I am definitely planning to do that to where uh, you can convert faraway land over to Mary Anarchy. Yeah, with like a one page. That'll be really simple, too. It's it's because faraway land is less rules heavy compared to something like, you know, an OSR game. Um, so it'll be a really easy conversion for that, actually. And so when you so for for the folks that want to go to the, you know, go to the go to the go to the page, you know, please check out, go to like mirrorarchyrpg.blogspot.com is where they have this all on here. So all the downloads you have on here, how much of this has been like requests or how much of this that you've created has been um, things that you wanted to put on anyway? For instance, like your OSR conversions or your oracles, 
um, uh, you know, some of your um, like the dungeon builders and the world builders and stuff like that. How much of this are the things that you were planning on making anyway? And how much of this is, is any of these just um, fan requests or reader requests? Yeah, this is all stuff that I was planning to put out. Um, now I've gone in and changed some things based on like what people had sort of requested, like, or things that just popped up and I'm like, that's cool. Like, like corn should be a body composition. <laughs> or somebody will say something like, Hey, this would, this seems like it would work better or, and then I'll go and I'll be like, all right, well, let's, let's see here. Let's test this. Um, or here's this idea and I, and I like it and it leads me to something else. And I'm like, this should be incorporated. I mean, it's a weird thing, like putting this stuff. I don't always work like by myself. Like right now I'm working with a friend of mine. We're putting a, we're doing a comic together and it's a much different sort of thing where you're bouncing ideas back and forth with somebody to put, to, to put a project to get a creative project together. Right. Whereas with this, it's like, I'm trying to listen to these voices and allow it to influence me because I don't have a direct line of conversation with someone else. So right. all you're getting, all you're getting is really stuff through my lens. And that's that, I think that limits, um, I think that can be limiting, uh, to some degree. So is there, and let's say, as you mentioned, what are the, where, where is, because when you put out that initially a hundred pages, are you still, pulling things off of that hundred page book to kind of add into as more uh, supplements in this as well. Yeah. That's, that's where this stuff is coming from. Like okay. that's how I'm really able to generate it so quickly is that it was already written in, in some form, uh, a much lengthier form. So a lot of this is still that exercise of condensing. And the goal is to whatever I'm putting out is to condense it down to a single front and back page like nothing i don't want anything longer than a front and back page um that's that's still the goal and so everything that comes out even like you know battle of the colossi um that's still front and back one page um which uh battle of the colossi was actually inspired by uh a clive yeah that's it right there uh yeah. clive barker short story called in the hills the cities have you read that Oh, with the, with the the city with the, yeah, I think I know I know about it. Yeah, it's it's a great short story. Um, anyway, I I used it in in class. I was teaching a uh, a literature class, and I was like, you know, we've been reading. We were what we were doing is we were reading short stories from around the world, all six continents. Um, I wanted it to be like the reading to be really diverse. What they were reading, and I was like, you know what, we haven't read really any genre of fiction at all in this class so i was like we're gonna read clive barker and everybody's everybody was like just like complete it was like out of nowhere one minute you're reading something about someone in this like failed relationship and the next minute you're reading about these like cities like composed of like giants of people all tied together and one of them collapses and you have like forty thousand people die and it's like uh so anyway, that's what Battle of the Colossi. I was I was reading. We read that story in class, and I was like, you know what? I should convert this over, and we should have like a mini game for Mirror right. Anarchy with Battle of the Colossi. Um, oh. Have you? Have there's been any thoughts because, you know, of turning these into like say like zines or anything like that, like zine level games? Um, I've been printing up. I've been printing off uh, copies, and so I think eventually what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't put. Maybe I shouldn't say this right now. Or My plan. Exclusive. We're being exclusive here. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure people are like on the edge of their seat waiting for this. <laughs> um, uh, I'm thinking to do a Kickstarter where I make like little box sets for it, and um, I print off all the books and I put all the books together, and so you get this little box set of like seven or eight little booklets and then you get some dice and you get some little pencils and maybe i throw some maps in and then you have this uh and you have a little box that you know a little slide box that it comes in i'm thinking to do something like that um it would be probably like a limited run because i don't know i mean if i did a kickstarter project and 500 people back it i don't know if i can self-produce like if each box has eight books in it i don't know if i can make four thousand books on my own and <laughs> So I would probably, I think that's what I'm going to do is like make it as like a, 
a very tiny Kickstarter project where you can get like these handmade books and box sets. Right. And that's sort of zine to some, yeah. like in some way, you know, it's kind of that spirit of the zine. Right. Would you have, so I guess my question, because your, your artwork and your design is just, is so easily, you know, noticeable, like it's easily identifiable. Have you ever made like, then like, um, you know, maybe make like mere anarchy made dice or putting like the logo on, like, as you said, like a pencil, having like branded pencils and dice as well with that? Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was excited cause I was looking at these golf pencils and I was like, they can get customized. And then I watched somebody, <laughs> I watched somebody the other day doing an unboxing and they had some customized golf pencils in there and they were really like dismissive. <laughs> they were really dismissive of that. Um, I'm still going to do that because I think it would be, I, I like the idea of tiny pencils and right. tiny dice and things like that. Um, but the dice for it, yeah, I would want to have something. I don't want to just like drop in some like, you know, Yahtzee dice or something. Um, right. I would want it to be something that's sort of, everything's sort of connected. Um, I think for the front of the box, and this is going to be something. So I bought a piece of uh, linoleum so I could like carve it. Um, and I could, and I did it in, I did it in relief and I did it a mirror image so that I could carve it out and then I can like cover it in ink and then I can like stamp the box. Um, it didn't work because I think I used the wrong, um, the texture of the linoleum was wrong. I should have used some sort of rubber that was softer. So I think I'm going to have a rubber stamp made with a uh, mere anarchy cover on it. And that way I can stamp each box instead of like wow. printing something out. That's, that's what I'm planning to do. Right. That's awesome. So, so talk to us again to, to get back to the your your monthly your monthly contest. The first I say I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's like so January, the January contest was um, uh, monster like making monsters making with the monster. monster. Yeah, February then, we just finished. No, now February is the dungeon. February is the dungeon contest, so get in there. You should create like a corn dungeon <laughs> <laughs> or a corn field. Like dungeons can take a lot of different forms. That's true. Um, yeah, so this month is the dungeon contest, and then um, I'm thinking to uh, I'm thinking to do I'm at least for a little while. I think I would like to run one each each month. Um, right at least for the next few months. I, I have an idea of what next month would be. I think I, I want to do like maybe maybe once I get the, uh, if I can get the kingdom builder out here in the next week or so, I think it would be cool to have like a kingdom builder contest to like people can post their kingdoms and stuff. And like, even like with an illustration or something, I thought that would be neat. Um, so um, I'm going to do some stuff like do some stuff like that in the future. Um, I, don't, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I do want to get the kingdom builder out though, because um, especially if there's going to be a contest for it. Right. And, and what did you, I thought you had a December one too. Did you have a December contest? No. Oh, yeah. We had December, which I thought was so witty. Um, <laughs> That's what it was. Dice. Yeah. It was December. It was where you take a picture of, uh, of your dice, like in some sort of pose or something. So several people got in on that and they took it as sort of like a joke, which it, it kind of was. Um, some, somebody posted a die that was like covered in blood and it had murdered people. And then like, other people like sort of stack their dice and like wrote things with it. I thought it was funny. So, um, and the winner of these contests, I mean, like I know they're silly and stuff, but they do get prizes. Like somebody got like a core rules printed and I wrote like a little note in there. Actually, everybody that entered the December contest won. Um, <laughs> my contests are very communist. <laughs> uh, but um, everybody won't win the one, uh, the monster contest. Uh, there, there'll be, there's two winners actually. I think I'm gonna announce them tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, and they'll win monster books. And in this next contest, you get that little statue, which is a big step up from the monster book, I think. Like, right. I think, See? yeah, it's you, like- You, you, you gotta raise it up a bit. So so then what's the, uh, so for the kingdom one, are you gonna take some sort of like, you know, <laughs> glue some cardboard together and paper mache yeah. and like, yeah. show up with uh yeah people have like a, 
a castle made out of cardboard and toilet paper rolls or something? Yeah, I, I think what for that contest, I'm just going to buy someone a piece of property. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to buy somebody like an acre of land somewhere and be like, there's your kingdom. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what I would do as a joke. It's like, you know, you can buy like property on Mars or something. Maybe that's what I'll do. It's like, hey, here's your kingdom. It's on, it just happens to be on Mars. But like, or they have that thing where you can like buy somebody a piece of, uh, I don't know, it's like a square foot of land in Scotland. So they, they can become a lord or something. I keep seeing these commercials. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of TV do you watch? I've never seen those. <laughs> it's, it's uh, I think I've seen it on YouTube where they come in and like these these people are unwrapping this gift and it's like a framed like some some sort of framed piece of paper that says you are now like the owner of this one square foot of land in Scotland. And if you own land in Scotland, you're a lord. That's what they do. And like these people are very like happy to get this. They like, So that's what I might do, actually, for the kingdom contest. Somebody might become the uh, lord. Yeah, own land in Scotland. That's oh man, okay. Yeah, you have to look that up. Uh, it, I don't. I haven't looked into it any further than those commercials. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so so after that, so do you have as you mentioned there? You know, after the kingdom thing, what other kind of uh, ideas that you have for maybe monthly contests? So if somebody says, "Wow, I don't know if I have time for." for March, but you know, yeah. I'm really curious of what you're doing in May. So what do you, do you have kind of like a list in your head or a post-it note someplace that has ideas of your monthly contests? I, th I think there's some things out there. Like I like the idea of like spell books with like bizarre spells in them. Um, right. Because things like that can be integrated into the game very easily. Like if every, if like there's a contest where people are building spell books and it's like, you know, so-and-so's tome of, like esoteric you know blasphemy or something that's the name of the spell book um somebody can pick that up or use it just pull it into their game really easily and also that doesn't take a commitment like i'm asking like for march i'm like hey, you need to build a kingdom and i'm going to need you to do it in the next 30 days <laughs> like, <laughs> um so i think some smaller contests might be more accessible like i know that I know that's difficult to uh, to do. So, um, so I th I think that like uh, the kingdom and a magic contest, and then um, maybe some like single page adventures, mm. where it's just a very quick like list of bullet points, and then you have like a very quick little like diagram drawn. It's like that's the that's the adventure or something. Uh, I think mere anarchy lends itself to that sort of thing because you don't have to have a bunch of monsters mapped out. You can just like be like, oh, this is a easy level monster or this is a medium or a hard and like you automatically know what those stats are and, and all that stuff. So So let's let's jump in and get some uh, the advice part, the advice giving part of the uh, of uh, of the interview. So what would you say so Dirk for Someone's listening like, hey, I designed this game or I, I designed this, you know, this this comic or this world that I've created, whether it be through a fantasy novel or through a um, made a game. Uh, this is like in the, they're obviously they're, the, they're their own biggest fans. They should be. if they're and I'll, But then like how what would be the advice you would give them to say, how do you build a community who is looking forward to the stuff that I'm creating? What would be your advice to that? I think that, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a good question. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure of that. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't think I'm good at building community. Um, I, I think that like, I, I think one thing to do is like create an atmosphere where people feel like they're part of something um, and that they have a say in something. I think also like an atmosphere of like, respect and um something that's welcoming i mean if they go to your facebook page and everybody's like at each other's throats like um i think encouraging people too to like when they're making stuff like if they're building stuff or they're showing stuff off um one of the things that i notice on the internet is it seems like there's this like sort of idea of perfection because we're exposed to so much stuff so when you see somebody when i see somebody painting warhammer 
miniatures, I'm like, man, that looks crazy good. And then I look at the stuff I've painted and I'm like, that doesn't look crazy good. <laughs> and I think that like, it's that's it's sort of that thing when you're sitting in a room and you, there's 15 people in there and those people are all experts. You're sort of comparing yourself to the to the collective as opposed to like individuals in the collective. And I think that's what happens when we get bombarded with stuff we see on like social yeah. media where we're like, wow, they, all, everybody that's doing this is an expert. And that's that's not necessarily the case. I think so. I'm a big advocate of like make stuff, put stuff out there. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like perf perfection is like this unattainable thing. I think just making stuff, putting stuff out there, gravitating to people who are, are, are encouraging and positive, and then you sort of reciprocating and doing that same thing. I think that's a big deal when it goes to like building community. I think that um, I think tearing people down and like dumping on stuff that people have made. I think that's the opposite of doing that. And you know, sometimes you can be critical of stuff. Generally, I'm not critical of stuff because the stuff that I'm not critical of, I just don't talk about. If I'm going to be critical of it, I just, you know, I'll talk about, I'll be critical with my friends, but I just don't do it on, I just don't do it online. I just, right. yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's even advice. Um, <laughs> I don't even know, like, you know, make stuff, put it out there, find people who are interested and support those people. And then hopefully those people reciprocate and, I do think that what you create, if it has value to it, there will be people that like gravitate to it. Mm. I definitely think that. Mm. Um, and I think making it accessible to people. Um, if I made like, hey, if I started Mirror Anarchy with, I'm gonna do a Kickstarter and I wanna raise $15,000, I probably wouldn't have anybody that cares about Mirror Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> but right. it's free. And it's almost to the point what I love about this, about the group you've created. So anybody's interested, it's not, you know, it's on, it's on, on Facebook, Mere Anarchy RPG, look it up. Um, and I think you probably have a hyperlink to it on your, on the website as well. Mm -hmm. The there blog. Is. Yeah. So um, what I love about this, what reminds me about, you see this a lot with like, say video games, for instance, where you have um, alphas, like this game is an alpha, this game is in beta. And then, paying for that game you become part of the process of feedback and you feel like you you're you automatically kind of joined a club in a community this is the first time i've seen this with a game like like a almost like a tabletop game in the sense where like you're asking people hey what do you think give me feedback and i see that all the time that you've put in the group on the mm -hmm. facebook group you're like hey i'm trying this out what do you think and then people would People sometimes will comment on that and say, hey, I like this. I like that. Yeah. Um, and then you have some folks who just, you know, go, you know, just jump right into them. Like, hey, I got this idea. I've like um, one gentleman in the one gentleman in the in the group um, who seems to always like to post post some things. I actually like sent him a friend request the other day. I'm like, this guy's awesome. Like, it's so fun to be a part of a to see. To, to see people chatting and talking to each other a lot um and uh, lore forge meister that's the one who oh yeah he created all kinds of uh he put up all kinds of artwork on yeah. facebook, the facebook page there's like there's a ton of stuff that he just made available and um i was like wow that's awesome thanks um i love that like and the stuff's really good too right um, and then you have, you know, folks that are that they're doing their own artwork and some that are like Dirk Stanley inspired um, Gothridge Manor put out his Beast of the Blood Diamonds book. It's like this is and what I and I think what I love about and this has something to do with uh, not even like how you, you're, you're, you're kind of you're 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 welcoming what you're welcoming, but also is like your artwork and your games are accessible to all ages in that sense. So you do create this. Um, kind of like a family-friendly atmosphere in a way where it's where, but what I like about it as well is that, as you mentioned, Mirror Anarchy is a bit older and darker in a way than it's almost like it's a graduation of people who kind of been playing your far away land. It's like, all right, I want something that's more of has that dark humor to it. So, um, which is pretty cool as well. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I hadn't thought of that. I mean, 
the goal for Far Away Land, honestly, was I wanted to make something very like cartoony and innocent looking, and then make it ultra violent. <laughs> <laughs> but over time, that changed because I was getting pictures people sent me from like they were playing it with their kids and they were using it in classrooms, and I was like, "Hold up, like maybe I should have, <laughs> maybe I should go in a direction that it's not so like do I want like do I want to like that's sort of what I asked myself. Do I want to put something out that like if kids are seeing it, um, even if it is like a purple rabbit that's eating someone and there's like blood going everywhere and it's super cartoony, do I want to do that necessarily? Like, there's I, I feel like and I only feel like this for me, I don't feel like this for everybody, is that I think what's going out, there's some responsibility for the creator to what right. they're creating. And I'm not trying to say like, you know, like you shouldn't do that, or you should or whatever. It was just for me, I just eventually made a decision. I was like, at least for this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull back on the, you know, people being decapitated. Although that still plays into it. But it's funny because it's like a cartoon. So right. I don't know. Yeah. Right probably hypocritical what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're we're at our hour mark already dirk so that was pretty quick so it was quick. yeah so so please so anybody you know listening or, or watching so mere anarchy rpg.blogspot.com is where you can find mere anarchy the rpg it's as i say it's um it's you have all everything's either mobile versions fillable PDF versions, uh, leaf print and play versions. So you have a lot of it. You get your core rules, your monster books, your NPC books, um, spell making, world building, dungeon building. It is just an amazing level of things in here. And plus the Italian and Portuguese versions are out too. So yeah, there's some, uh, yeah. And there'll be some more, there'll be some more language versions coming out too. Right. Cool. Perfect. Well, Dirk, you know what? I always, I'm always have so much fun chatting with you about your work. So thanks again for coming back on. Uh, I yeah, I enjoy chatting with you too. I appreciate you having me on. It's fun. I I, I have a good time doing this. So. It's my, my favorite color is like hunter green. <laughs> hunter green is that a good? Yeah. Let me flash too bright. Let's see. Yeah, that's cool. That? That's good. Yeah, that looks good. All right, all right. Yeah. There we go. All right. Specialized. Yeah, personalized it for you, Dirk. Mm -hmm. There you go. Personalized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>